This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM. Right on, right on. Nice. Trying to get unfull about this turkey day. Good, good portions yesterday. And we're going to get into later on in the show the, 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 the musts, traditions on turkey day, and then the ones you'd want to get rid of. And I got a couple that I definitely want to get rid of, but. Man, I, I'm already. I opened the fridge this morning, saw all the leftovers there. Oh, machine! This is this is going to be insane. The, the, the diet has gone to hell. Forget it. We'll diet on Monday, right? That's what that's what we'll do. Yeah. Diet on. Worry Monday. about that. Yeah, you're good. Yeah, yeah. Rough times. Rough times. All right. Speaking of rough times, week twelve uh, resumes on Sunday. Uh, as we got, uh, you know, not a full slate. We had three great games uh, to have fun with yesterday on Turkey Day. And this one is probably serious playoff potential uh, machine. They, they met last year in the playoffs. Cincinnati beat the Titans in Nashville en route to the Super Bowl. It's the Bengals and the Titans back in Nashville with the Bengals, which possibly no Jamar Chase, possibly no Joe Mixon, Laying two and a half on the road in Tennessee with an over-under of 43 and a half. Kind of shocked the, the, the Bengals are laying two and a half. Yeah, I'm not because Joe Burrow is hotter than Farrah Fawcett in a forest fire right now. I mean, that guy can do no wrong. And when we know when he gets hot, he's as good as anybody in the league. Remember last year when he had those back-to-back 400-yard games? And I don't care if he doesn't have Jamar Chase or – doesn't have this guy or that guy. It feels like he's able to turn average wide receivers into really good ones when he needs to. So all that positive spin toward the Bengals leads me to tell you that the Tennessee Titans are just still the most underrated team in the NFL, bro. Like, I'm looking at their record. They're 7-3. and three. They went toe-to-toe with the Chiefs. This is a home game where they're 3-1. and one. They were the number one overall seed in the NFL last year, and they're healthier than the Bengals. So... If you force me to bet this one, and I know you, you're going to force my hand, I'll play the Bengals because they got Joe Burrow and he's hot. But, dude, betting against the Titans is not an easy thing to do. Well, you're right, man. They're 8-2 and two against the spread this year, are the Titans. Um, and they've got a little bit of extra rest. Remember, they opened up a week 11 last week in Green Bay. So they haven't played since last Thursday. They got the 10 days of rest going on. You know, I Again, I, I just think no Jamar Chase, possibly, you know, he, they say he actually may come back, but how healthy he's going to be, you know, dealing with that hip. He hasn't played since October 16th. Joe Mixon's in concussion protocol. Cincinnati still, despite it all, third in the league in scoring. They're averaging 20, almost 27 points a game. 
I, I think if it, if it turns into a rock fight and that's what Tennessee has to do, I'll, I'll take Tennessee in the points at home. I, I, I have been so wrong on the Titans. I thought they were going to be terrible in, in the AFC South this year. I am shocked what they've done. Even Tannehill's played well. I, I kind of got to go go with Tennessee. And, and, and that, that, that 43 and a half, I kind of like the under, um, especially if it turns into Derrick Henry in a rock fight, because that's the only way I think Tennessee wins this game. And it's not just you, buddy, that thought Tennessee was going to take a big step back. A lot of people thought they were smoking mirrors a year ago. They're over-under heading into the season. I mean, to get paid, I think they only had to win, I want to say, nine and a half in most sports books. They're definitely going to get there. Right now they're sitting at seven and three in the top of that division. So I'm with you, although you keep talking about Jamar Chase not being there, and he's been out for a couple of weeks. Cincinnati keeps winning those games. They're 4-0 mm-hmm. against the spread in the month of November, and I think that continues. So – This is a very tricky one to bet because you can make a lot of good points on either side of it, which tells me either run far and fast or, like you said, look at that number, which is 43 and a half. And that's the one I actually feel a little bit better about. I think this one gets played at a little bit slower pace. And I think that if it is one-sided, right, if I'm wrong and and there happens to be a beatdown one way or the other, I think that's because the Titans have a little bit of trouble scoring against the Bengals. But I still think that keeps it under. So – 43 and a half. I actually think this game's being played in the mid 30s. I like the unders. Yeah, me too. I'm with that. And if you're so inclined, the Titans, you know, straight up winning the game plus 120 on that money line. All right. The other game, this is this is this is the part of the schedule where you're like, well, they have to play these games. You get the Broncos and the Panthers mm-hmm. out in Charlotte. Yes. And 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 what gets me more than anything else, we were talking about it in the break. The it's it's the Broncos are laying two. Who cares? 36 is the number machine. 36. There's no way. They got to get more than 36 points, right? I don't know, man. I mean, where, where are those points going to come from? Both these offenses are putrid. When you're when you're like, oh, who should we play at quarterback? Remember, the Panthers just a year ago thought it was a good idea to go back to Cam Newton at quarterback. Then in the offseason, they're like, well, what about Baker Mayfield? Dude, that just goes to tell you that and they've tried this guy and that guy that they've got a terrible quarterback situation, but it might still be better than what the Broncos have on the other side of the field. I mean, Russell Wilson, you want to talk about bad offseason decisions, going out and hiring Nate Hackett as your head coach and then giving Russell Wilson, what was it, five years, four years, but it was guaranteed money. So he's going to be there for a while unless you can – I don't know what they're going to do. I mean – it, this game's bad, man. This game is bad. I don't think there's going to be a lot of points scored. And we talked about this yesterday. The only thing that'll screw you, right, if you're an unders better, is a special teams touchdown, right? Is a fumble in your own red zone. Is a pick six. If one funky thing happens, it's pretty easy to get to that number of 36. We're not talking about a very big number here. But again, if you force my hand, bro, these offenses are terrible. I, I cannot play the overs on Broncos Panthers. Well, the 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 Bronco defense is the third highest scoring defense in the league and Sam Darnold is returning for Carolina it's their third different quarterback in the last three weeks I love a lot of, I actually like a lot of props in this game but the side and the totals I'm going to stay away from but I love these props I mean I love you know Darnold to throw an interception yes of course uh, you yes know, de- yeah. a defensive score by the Broncos why not yeah I like that a lot sure. and I actually like Latavius Murray the running back of the Broncos remember you know no Chase Edmonds. He's hurt. They released Melvin Gordon, and Murray has a touchdown in three of the last four games, and his prop is 63 and a half yards rushing. 
I like all that stuff. I think Latavius Murray's going to get the bulk of it, especially if, if uh, you know, we may actually see Russ Cook in this game a little bit. But those are the props I like. 36, I mean, I may be dumb enough to bet the over just, just in case because I can all of a sudden see this turning into some great offensive output by the Broncos and everyone thinking, oh, see, Russ and Nate Hack and Nathaniel Hackett. I, I just don't know if Nathaniel Hackett's going to make it to the end of the season, especially with two losses against the Raiders. <laughs> Oh, you don't really think they'd fire him in his first year, do you? Midway through the season? No way. No well, way. I'll tell you really? what. I know he's not coming back next year. I, I, you hate to root. You hate to be that guy. There's no way you're bringing him back. I mean, there's no way, right? I guess if already, you're, if you're, let, let's, let's assume you're right and they're not going to bring him back, then you might as well just do it right now. I mean, not that they're playing for anything. This team's 3-7 and seven right now. That's another thing if you're going to bet on this game. You have to question, are these teams playing to win? Are these teams already looking toward the future and playing for draft position? Because we're talking about a three and seven team versus a three and eight team. Whoever loses is right in line for a top five pick. A couple of these other crappy teams like the Raiders and some of these other bad ones lose a game or two. And all of a sudden the Broncos and the Panthers are going to be in line for better than a top five pick. So you just wonder who cares more? Like are both these teams trying to win or are these teams trying to put themselves in position to go out there and make themselves better? I think the angle for this game is is both both sidelines are trying to remain as head coach, both for Nathaniel Hackett and for Steve Wilkes. He's trying to get himself, you know, he, you know, he, he started off pretty well as, as the interim guy after they fired Matt Rule. So it'll be interesting to see uh, what the future of these organizations hold. All right, Tampa Bay and Cleveland in the land. Three and a half are the Bucks uh, laying as road favorites with a total of 43. The five and five Bucks in first place of the NFC South coming off a bye. How you like this? It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I know the Bucs were supposed to be a whole lot better than this, and I understand that Tom Brady hasn't played great, but also that division is just terrible. We keep talking about all these good divisions, right? How good the AFC East has been. Heck, how good the NFC East has been. All those teams over 500 in both those divisions. And then you look at this division, you're like, look, the Buccaneers might end up winning this thing. They could go 8-9 and nine or 9-8. Nine and eight. Whoever ends up winning, it's a race to nine, and then you end up winning that division. And this is one of those games that you have to go out there and win. Let's not pretend like the Browns are a good football team, right? I know that they're kind of exciting to watch because they hang around a lot of games. They can put up some points. They're not terrible against the spread, but they're not a good football team. They're 3-7. and seven. The Buccaneers are much, much more talented. If you started checking boxes with head coach and quarterback and defense and wide, you, you check all these boxes for the Buccaneers. So I feel pretty comfortable laying the three and a half, and that's not a – pro-Tampa argument, that's an anti-Browns argument for the record. There's no reason Tampa doesn't win this game by more than a touchdown. 
Yeah, I'm with you. And if you've got Tampa in a survivor pool, this may this may be a good opportunity to use them as this well. I will say this. For, for Jacoby Brissett, this is his last opportunity to show out. Remember, he threw for 324 and three touchdowns against the Bills last week. Deshaun Watson's supposed to come back next week. So this is his last game as quarterback of the Browns, we think. And, of course, of course, Deshaun Watson would be coming back against the Texans. Of course. Thank you, NFL, for giving us a whole bunch of stuff to talk about leading into that game next week. But at the end of the day, listen, Tampa's the seventh best defense in the NFL, fifth in points allowed, and fourth in sacks. I think Jacoby Brissett's going to be like, oh, good. Thank you. you. I'll hold the clipboard. You can get some now, Deshaun Watson. And Brady, 8-3 and three on the road after a bye. Uh, and that's where Tampa. So I, I like Tampa by a million in that game uh, on Sunday. And then the final game, Bears and Jets. Whew. Not exactly, you know, the, the, you know, we talked about it yesterday. My boy Joe, Joe Davis, who's the Dodgers broadcaster, did the World Series. And congratulations. We love you. You're a rising star at Fox. And you get the Bears and the Jets. And it's uh, the, the Bears are six-point road dogs. Um, and 38 and a half. It actually went down from 39 to 38 and a half. We don't know if Justin Fields is going to play. We'll probably find out later today after practice. Could be Trevor Simeon. We know Mike White's going to start and not Zach Wilson. How is there even a line on this game at books? That's what blows my mind since we don't know the health. We don't know for sure if Justin Fields is going to be there or not. There are certain players, J-Rod, in the NFL that are worth a number of points, right? Like Patrick Mahomes, if he's on the field, you got to probably add, you know, eight, nine, ten points compared to who his backup is. Josh Allen, some of these great quarterbacks, Lamar Jackson. I'm not saying Justin Fields is on that level, but if Justin Fields is on the field versus Trevor Simeon, that's got to be at least a five, six-point difference on the line. So there's no way I'm betting that one until I know if he's going to be there or not. Six sounds like too much. If Justin Fields is there, I'll take the points with the Bears. But, I mean, how big does this line go if we find out it's going to be Trevor Simeon? I get it. It's Mike White on the other side. But I think it goes up to eight or nine if Justin Fields is ruled out. I'll tell you what. If you have a, if you have a hankering, if you know somebody who can give you a tip, I, the money line of the Bears is interesting to me. Plus 200. And I know, you know, I wouldn't put a lot on it, but – because if we find out Justin Fields is going to play, that's probably going to go down. I, I would, I would yeah. do a little leap of faith, put a little maybe some pizza money on there and take the Bears money line at plus 200 maybe. And then if all of a sudden you're lucky enough and Fields actually plays, I don't know how good he's going to be. But, but at the same time, you start got to start thinking to yourself, at what point do we have to shut down Justin Fields? I mean, if, if, he's, if he's got a separated left shoulder with partially torn ligaments, for a three and eight team, what are we doing? Yeah, I think now's that time. I mean, that's like you pointed out. I it took me a while to come around on Justin Fields. I thought, you know what? I don't want to say a bust of a draft pick, but maybe just another one of those guys that you have to figure out. And I'm completely sold on him. I mean, he has. It's, there's been a turnaround for that guy over the last couple of months where it's you can see the maturity on the field where. Now's not the year for the Bears, J-Rod, as you astutely point out, right? I mean, just look at their record. They're 3-8. and eight, They're 1-5 and five on the road. They're going on the road against a Jets team that needs a win, quite frankly. They're not going anywhere, with or without Justin Fields. But they might be next year. 
they're not that far in a division that are we completely sold on Minnesota going forward? Green Bay, who knows who their quarterback's going to be next year? Detroit's been bad since the Nixon administration. So you might want to keep an eye toward next year if you're the Bears and just say, Justin, you've been great this year. We'd obviously win more games with you, but we're going to build around you in the offseason. And I'd like to see in street clothes the rest of the way. Yeah, all of a sudden, what's the difference between, you know, 5 and 12 and and 6 and 11 at this point for the Bears? Draft Shut them down. Nothing. You know? Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, by, and by the way, in the Jets, they had a come-to-Jesus meeting after that debacle against the Patriots. All of a sudden, they're, they're, I think there's a little pressure for Robert Sala. I don't think he's going to get fired, but there's a lot of pressure. They're, you know, they win. They're 7 and 4. They're, they're right in the hunt for the AFC East play, the AFC playoff hunt. I think this is a game they need to win, and I don't think Mike White's that bad of an alternative. Remember, he did have a three-touchdown game against the Bengals last year. All right, let's take a break. Not done talking NFL. We're to talk about some dogs. Who's going to bark? Who's going to bite? And who's going to poop? We'll get back after that with the machine <laughs> on Beck Daily. 